Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Age of Radio. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man of... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Of course, joining me, as always, is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how you doing, brother? Doing good, man. How you doing? I'm good, man. We're going to talk some Crown Jewel, bruh. It was weird, dude. It was weird that it was actually good. So, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of excited for this, which is just really weird because usually the Crown Jewel is just kind of one of them pay-per-views. You're like, why? Yeah. But this one was pretty good. So you finally feel like WWE might have actually gave their fans their money's worth that they'd gotten from Saudi yeah. to do this event? <laughs> I think so. I think so. I just understand that. All right, well, you ready to dig into this? Let's do it. Because we got a big match card to get through. Starting off with Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley. A rivalry stretching nearly 20 years, Lesnar and Lashley went one-on-one for only the second time in their story careers. The last time the two behemoths faced off in was a singles bout. The almighty claimed Lesnar's WWE Championship. Uh, Lashley uh, took took it to Lesnar early, sending the beast incarnate into the rope, uh, ring steps before the bell, leaving Lesnar with a tweaked knee. Lashley doubled down on his hot start, spearing Lesnar into a barricade and following with another spear in the ring for a close two count. The Almighty's advantage was not for long as Lesnar fought through the pain and on his of his injured leg and hit multiple German suplexes on Lashley. Lesnar then hit a tremendous F5 but it can only garner a two count. The action then would spill out to the ring where Lashley drove the beast into a post, much to the chagrin of the Riyadh uh, sorry, crowd. 
Lashley locked in the Hurt Lock, neutralizing Lesnar and dropping him to one knee before Lesnar would power out of it, be using the turnbuckle as momentum to land on Lashley. The Almighty continued to apply the Hurt Lock, but Lesnar had Lashley in a pinning combination, and the referee counted the fall to give Lesnar the win. After the match, a livid Lashley again slapped on the Hurt Lock, punishing the Beast Incarnate for surviving the match. Cooper, your thoughts? Uh, the fact that, that Bobby Lashley could kick Lesnar's ass like that, I love it. All right. Uh, the way it ended, I hated it. Um, really kind of pissed me off. And I call bullshit because he had the hurt lock on him. Yeah, his shoulders were down, but come on, dude. Like, really? It was just, it was pathetic. Yeah. I never really liked the uh, someone's getting a submission hold and then they're getting pinned at the same time. Yeah, I think if you're, I think if you're, if you're in the middle of a submission. And you're on your back, and the dude's on top of you like that. There should be no like, oh, that's a pin, because you're not you're not even really pinning him in the first place. No. You just happen to be laying on top of him. Yeah, you're trying to get out of it. That's it. So it it makes absolutely no sense. I agree. I mean, if he now if he would have maneuvered himself where he like l- actually purposely leaned himself back, picked up Lashley's leg, and then got the pin count, then yeah, because yeah. then you're actually in a Pinning combination. Because it didn't even look like a pin. It just looked like yeah, the ref just just saw shoulders on the mat. One man laying on top of the other one. One, two, three. Yeah, that's just, uh, it pissed me off. Because it's just another thing for Lesnar to be like, yeah, I beat you. It's like, bitch, no, you really didn't beat him. Right? You survived. You just didn't tap out before you got a count out. So. Or, I mean, a, you know, pin... Pinfall. I'm sorry, but I don't really care for Lesnar, and I've never cared for Lesnar, honestly. So I, I, I think that he's even even now that he's trying to be this good guy per se. I just, it, I don't buy it. Right, I don't buy it. All right, next match we had Damage Control taking on the Women's Tag Champions Alexa Bliss and Oscar for those tag titles. Only five days after defeating Damage Control to win the tag titles, Alexa Bliss and Asuka put up the gold on the line against the former title holders at Riyadh. As Asuka was on the top rope, uh, Kai and Sky took advantage of ambushing the Empress of Tomorrow, sending her crashing down to the mat and leaving her clutching her knee in pain. Flying solo for some time, Bliss took the challenge well, dominating Sky and Kai. That's weird to say both. Sky and Kai. Sky Kai. <laughs> A code red to blitz, uh, by Bliss to Sky almost got the win, but Sky would power out of it. As Bliss was precariously placed on the top rope and about to be superplexed by Kai and Sky, Asuka regained her bearings, came to the aid of her partner, and delivered a massive superplex. Still, <laughs> Bliss got the worst of that because she yeah, was the she one did. that went over to the top. Anyways, Asuka survived a brutal kick from Kai, and then Bliss attempted a twisted Bliss, but Sky provided a distraction to give Kai enough time. To put her knees up and drive them into a midsection of the airborne bliss, as the mayhem was increasing, Nikki Cross appeared out of nowhere to hit her to hit her fisherman's neckbreaker off the top rope, allowing Kai to pin Bliss and make Damage Control two-time WWE Women's Tag Team Champions. I don't care for the fact that they're the title holders again, mm-hmm. but this makes it very interesting that Nikki Cross has returned. All right, and we'll see where it goes with her and Alexa Bliss. Um, you know they've had they've had their issues and they've also been friends. So, I mean, what's gonna happen here, bro? Yeah, it's almost kind of like a weird 
Um, um, I'm sorry, I just blew, you know. Mickey James and Trish Stratus kind of thing going on. Yeah, of. dude, it's kind of strange. And I don't know what's going on if they're going to bring Alexa Bliss aboard with, with uh, Bray Wyatt or not. But mm-hmm. during that match, there was a little... Yeah, it was weird that no one mentioned that the lights around the ring went black. Yeah. No one said a thing about it. They kind of just kept going. I'm like, is anybody ever going to mention that the lights went out? They're doing that on purpose lately. They're not mentioning any of it when it pops up. I'm like, I was like, uh, I'm like, why did it go dark around the arena except for the what's going on in the ring? It's like, what the heck is going on? And then of course before the match, um, the Bray Wyatt new Bray Wyatt logo appeared on screen when Alexa and Oscar were talking for an interview prior to the match, which um, shook Alexa a little bit to her core. And then, of course, then they went out to the match. And then, as we said, the lights went out around the ring. Obviously, the ring itself was still lit up, but the crowd all of a sudden was just, it was blacked out in, in the crowd. Yeah. And then, if they come back on, no one said a damn thing about it. <laughs> and then, of course, they lost, so. It's going to be interesting to see. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with this. Um, yeah, man. It's uh, damage control. I, I they're, they're young. They're, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> so, there you go. Well, and they're getting that um, help from Triple H because they were former NXT, you know, um, oh, yeah. superstars. And now they're getting a push. A lot, a lot of other... Which, I mean, I, I get it. Uh, I get it. But I think, too, at some point... It's like it's redundant. You're giving all these NXT people this push when have they really earned it or are they just getting it because Triple H is trying to make a point? Yeah. Well, at the same time, you kind of maybe think he's also not wanting to have that lull in the mid-2000s and early 2010s that WWE was having where they couldn't really establish good young talent and they kept relying on Cena Orton. Yeah, that's true. Undertaker, Batista, Triple H himself, Shawn Michaels when he was still wrestling at that time. And kept any big names. And they didn't really develop young talent in time and kind of had this big lull and repetitive championships all the time. So maybe he's trying to establish the young roster. So that way, because, you know, unfortunately, Orton's getting up there in age. Cena's basically a part-timer, legend part-timer now. Yeah, you, you may get the rock once a year if you're lucky, like the Undertaker ish type thing. So it and same with seeing in that aspect too, you might get him once a year, maybe twice a year, depending on his schedule too. And so he doesn't want to see that happen again now under his regime. So I can kind of see it. Maybe he's trying to just get everybody ready because you know, like I said, Orton's getting to that point. So his edge, edge is, yeah, yeah edge. Has, he's maybe got a couple years I, left. I like that he's back, but yeah, he's only got some time left. And I mean, let, let, let's be honest, AJ Styles not gonna have much longer either. So. Yeah, and AJ Styles, of course. And then you know, um, granted, he's been back. He's been doing great. And we're about to just about talk to him. But honestly, how many good years? How many peak years of Drew McIntyre we're gonna have too? Right. So, you know, we did get Strowman back, but Strowman's now, what, early 40s, I think? Yeah. Late, at least late 30s. Yeah. So, you know, peak is what you're wanting to get, and to keep peak, you kind of also need to make sure your younger people are ready to step in when needed. 
right. So speaking of that, Drew McIntyre is taking on someone who's coming up, uh-huh. Karrion Cross, in a steel cage match. Once the steel cage doors were shut, the fight was on. Drew McIntyre used the unforgiving walls of the structure, slamming Karrion Cross's face multiple times into the chain link. As the match progressed, the action seesawed between the two competitors. McIntyre hitting a spine buster before Cross locked in the cross jacket. Cross then hit a doomsday uh, Sato as Scarlet was barking at him from ringside to take him down. As McIntyre was gearing up for a Claymore, Scarlet scaled the cage, distracting the Scottish Warrior so Cross could slap on the cross jacket and nail the cross hammer. Uh, McIntyre looked to escape the cage after a glorious suplex, but Scarlet once again played spoiler, spraying McIntyre with pepper spray before he could exit the door. The enraged McIntyre who trapped Cross in an ankle lock and blasted him with a claymore out of nowhere to leave Cross laying flat on his back. Uh, Scarlet then locked the cage door but made an error as McIntyre escaped by going over the steel cage which gave him enough time to win before Cross could crawl out the door after Scarlet had to unlock it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the way that ended was amazing, bro. It was was awesome. Yes, it was. It was a great uh, great pickup win for McIntyre. Get back in, in even with uh, carrying cross in that aspect, despite having to be sprayed again. Though this time it looked they couldn't sell the pepper spray. They very couldn't well. sell this time. It didn't look like it really affected him. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't care what you say. You can't really build up that much of a tolerance to it, especially if you've only been sprayed once. Yeah, you, you, it takes a lot more than that. I mean, if you're in that kind of environment, you can kind of get used to it. But it takes years, not weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so, But it was a good match overall. I enjoyed it. It was good to see McIntyre to get um, back over on cross. It's going to be interesting to see what happens if this rivalry continues on as we get ready to start going towards the Royal Rumble. Uh, you know, we still got Survivor Series later on this month. And then, of course, uh, nothing again in pay-per-view-wise until the Rumble. So I'm looking forward to see what happens with that. Definitely, it's a it's a good good rivalry, and uh, it's it's gonna be interesting to see where it goes. Yes, sir. All right, next up we had Judgment Day taking on the OC. The storied history of Finn Balor and the OC came to head when Judgment Day and the OC clashed in a pivotal moment. Baylor, uh, Balor, Balor, Balor. It's Balor. I don't know why I keep saying Baylor. It's Balor. (laughs) My bad, Balor. Took out AJ by throwing him into the ring steps leaving Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson by themselves. The two set up a magic killer on Dominic Mysterio, but Damian Priest saved his Judgment, judgment Day brother. Styles then came, uh, to, uh, then came to and ignited the frantic back and forth between him and Balor. Uh, Styles then tried to lock in a calf crusher before Balor countered with a figure four. In a draw-dropping moment, the six competitors landed electric chairs and a suplex all at the same time. Styles was about to clobber Balor with a phenomenal forearm, but Rhea Ripley knocked or dropped Styles from behind while the referee's back was turned. Balor uh, took advantage with a coup de grace to claim the huge win for Judgment Day. Cooper, your thoughts? Man, this match was everywhere, dude. And, I mean, that's one thing I'm I'm starting to realize and like about Triple H's regime, too, Mm -hmm. is the fact that he puts so much detail into... You know, let, let's make matches and let's let's prolong, you know, pin attempts, things like that. That that, you know, another company that I won't mention has been up to <laughs> for a while now. Right. So, seeing how back and forth action, high flying action, can actually carry a match for quite a while. Yeah. Instead of just 
Oh, I just made a maneuver. Here's a pen attempt. Mm-hmm. Oh, I just made this maneuver. Here's a pen attempt. Oh, I just made this maneuver. Here's a pen attempt. No, no, no. We're gonna we're gonna let the match unfold properly. See where we might have an advantage. There's a pen attempt. Oh, okay. Well, you got the crowd like, whoa, whoa, that was close. No, not. Oh my God! Will you stop trying to pin him? You haven't done shit to each other. Yeah. In two minutes of match time, yeah. <laughs> quit pinning. Whereas, okay, oh, that was a close one because now we're like ten minutes in. Oh, well, there was another good one. Now we're twenty minutes in. You know, that's a lot better than. Oh, I just slammed you. Here's two. Here's thirty seconds into the match. I tried to pin you. I got a one count. Whoop de doo. Right. Anyway, so but yeah, it's been great to see that. Um, and then we get to the powerhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready for the power? Let's do it. So, bro, the powerhouses, baby. That's right. We had six foot eight versus seven foot four. Braun Strowman versus Amos. Amos without MVP, as Braun Strowman had dispatched him on Friday by planting him with three running power slams. Taking him back old school, the match started off with a test of strength between the two behemoths. Amos won the battle, leading the Nigerian giant, controlling the matchup. Almost continued to dominate, trash-talking as he manhandled the monster among men. With one arm, almost power-slammed Strowman. Strowman finally got some momentum, but calling for Strowman Express, only to be derailed by Almost in, att- in the attempt and left Strowman looking up at the lights. Almost then looked to end the fight with a shoulder blocking to the turnbuckle, but Strowman moved out of the way and lifted Almost to drop him with his stunning running power slam. Cooper, your thoughts on the b- Battle of the Behemoths? Uh, it, it was kind of strange to see uh, Ron Strowman get, you know, manhandled. A little bit, yeah. Um, and not only that, but to, to see somebody bigger than him in the ring. That's a very um, rare sight to see. But I still don't think Omos is, is talented much. I think he's a big dude. Mm-hmm. I think uh, he's a strong dude. But as far as his, I don't know, it just doesn't, I don't get goosebumps when I see him. I'll just kind of look at him like, okay, whatever. Like, honestly, like, I even thought about that when I first seen him. It's like, it's like the, the, what was it, the Friday, or the Monday night pit, whatever they were doing. Oh, yeah, the Monday night pit fights or whatever. Yeah. I just, and he was like the, the, um security guard or whatever. Mm. I was like, he's a big dude, but, I mean, when he talks, he just, oh, no, no. <laughs> and it's like, dude, I can't understand you, bro. Right. Which makes sense why he's had two, basically, uh, managers, you know, AJ, I know he's not really a manager, but, yeah, you yeah. know, he was, the, he was the mouthpiece of his group, and then, then they teamed him up with MVP and became another mouthpiece for him, so. Definitely. I mean, he's getting better. I'll give him that. But he's not. He doesn't awe me at all. I'm not like, oh, man. Yeah, the only thing you're in awe of is just his sheer his size. His sheer size, yeah. Other than that, it's quality as a wrestler. Still has a lot to be desired. And his mic work needs some. But I will say, help. I mean, he's he's in the right direction. Yeah. I mean, you're. you're baby steps. Big, giant so, baby steps. <laughs> yeah, big, giant baby steps. <laughs> So, it's going to be interesting to see how that goes moving forward. All right, so Bray Wyatt's mystery deepens at the Crown Jewel. Bray Wyatt delivered an impassioned address to the WWE Universe, reminding us of who he is, and repeatedly saying that he is Bray Wyatt and that he will rewrite the ending to his story. 
Wyatt then was interrupted by the mysterious Uncle Howdy, who told Wyatt that he should hurt people and never take off the mask. Uh-huh. Cooper, your thoughts? Man, it, it's it's crazy. It's mind games, bro. It's it's a uh, little creep factor to it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but uh, at some point, I'd like to see some action instead of all this talking. Right. Yeah, I'm ready for him to start figuring out what exactly he's doing going yeah. forward. Enough with the mind games. Let's let let's. Uh, I think they might be holding him out till what you think, Royal Rumble. Probably. So. Yeah, it was probably just kind of bring him, get him, get him hyped up for the fans, and then kind of just wait until the Rumble to see what they're actually going to do with him. Though then they say that there's they still say, a possibility he's going to take on the Bloodline at yeah at they, War Games. So. War games. We'll see what happens there. Of course, uh, they also got to worry about um, Jay, who's got an injured wrist. So, yeah. And then Jay was so. We'll talk. We're about ready to talk about that. And um, so we'll save what I'm about to say till after this part because we're talking about it right now. Okay. So the Usos took on the Brawling Brutes for the undisputed tag titles. Uh, the Usos tried walking out, wanting no part of the Brawling Brutes, but Rich Holland Butch would stop them in their tracks. The crowd repeatedly chanted that they wanted Sami Zayn, causing Jay Uso much distress. Ridge Holland proved to be a powerhouse that, that he is, lifting both Usos and dropping them with ease. Holland honored his mentor Sheamus by giving Jay nine beats of the uh, Bod, Bod, Brodham. I believe that's how that's pronounced. I'm not entirely sure. It's supposed to be ten beats, by the way, not nine. Yeah. In a bout of, <laughs> of payback, Butch and Holland slammed Jimmy's hand the same way the Bloodline took out Sheamus a few weeks ago. Uh, the Usos nearly had the match won with double with a double top rope splash on Butch, but Holland broke up the pinfall. Butch then snapped Jay's hand, the same one that Jay may have broken on the European tour. In the closing moments, the Usos earned the win by hitting a huge 1D from top rope onto Butch. Cooper, your thoughts on the match, and then I'll say what I was going to say. Uh... The Usos better watch out because them guys were on point and mm-hmm. uh, they barely, they barely got away with the win on this one. Yeah, absolutely, they did. Um, and they were, they had mentioned that Jay's wrist is in, was injured going into this match, um, and now that they retained, they also got to take on the New Day this Friday in a tag title. So it's going to be interesting to see what's going on with Jay yeah. and whether or not he's even going to be healthy come. Survivor Series, and they not have to change their plans on how that, on what may be going on with the Bloodline going into Survivor Series War Games. Because if Jay's hand is messed up, you don't what want to risk it. What makes you wonder is like, what are they going to do? Are they going to play it like a faction and be like, okay, well, Jay's messed up, so Sequoia comes in, or the honorary Usi, Sami Zayn, or the hat. <laughs> Gotta have the honorary Usi. Make sure you're because you know, he's because you know Jay's not Usi enough anyways. So. Well, his hands injured now, so <laughs> I wouldn't be very Usi either. <laughs> My hand hurts. <laughs> That's gonna be interesting to see what happens though. So I'm looking forward to how that plays out. All right, next up for the Raw Women's Championship, champion Bianca Belair took on Bailey in a last woman standing match. Man, this one was great. All right. Bianca Belair and Bailey took their vicious rivalry to the next level in this hellacious, hellacious last woman standing match. The road case, uh, the road case made an appearance. Oh yeah, the 
roadie case is what that's supposed to be made an appearance becoming a huge factor in the mat factor in the match as a role model trapped Belair inside of it Belair though managed to power out of the case hitting Bailey in the face as she did so Bailey continued her innovative ways driving a golf cart to the stage but Belair took control of the vehicle and used it to drive Bailey all the way down the ramp Belair had her best chance uh when she twice planted Bailey through a table, splintering the table into pieces the second time, Beller used the innovation to her own uh, used innovation of her own, trapping Bailey under a ladder that positioned between uh, positioned her between it and the bottom ropes. Bailey couldn't get out from the steel prison and was unable to answer the ten count, leaving Bell Air the lastest woman standing. Uh, and I see where I messed up here. <laughs> there's oh. I somehow double put everything. So here's everything that I actually bypass on accident. Bailey would actually here. Oh, da, 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 da. where did I go? Bailey would use innovation by you and all that. She'd use a kendo stick. Um, also did a Bailey to belly on the stage, which almost kept the women's champion down for a 10 count. Yeah, that was, that was a pretty badass Bailey belly, dude. Yeah, so, sorry, I messed up on my... It's okay, dude. <laughs> editing. Crap happens. Yeah, so, but, uh, uh, really good match. Might have been the match of the night. Yeah, dude, uh, this match was pretty awesome, uh, to see women actually duke it out and do a last man standing match. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was... It was kind of like different, dude, and they they pulled out all the stops with this. Uh, I really enjoyed the the golf cart. The golf cart was fun. Yeah. Um, but I really didn't care for the way they ended it. Um, the way she got, I mean, it was innovative or whatever. But to be honest, I am, I'm getting tired of Belair. I know people like her. I get it. She's she's a top baby face. Whatever. But she's held the title for a while. So yeah. I'm ready for somebody different. You ready for a new new face or something? Yeah, so just I mean Bailey. I, I mean I, 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 I was I was champ for Bailey, dude. I was yeah. I was wanting Bailey to win. Bailey's back, he wants Bailey back as champ. Yep, Bailey's back, Bailey's gotta be back as champ. I love the way she she's just she's mean, dude. She plays it so much better than the nice girl and uh you know, and this whole thing with Michael Cole, I don't know what the hell that's about, but it's it's entertaining. It so. is. She's crushing on Cole. <laughs> right. It's like, God, I, I need to hurry up and get over to Raw announce table and let me t- talk crap about Bailey so she yell at me. <laughs> right. I'll be like, I'll still hug you. <laughs> I still need a hug. You should be like, hug Michael Cole. Ew. <laughs> Which is weird because now Cole is now on SmackDown. So they only had him on the announce table because that's how they have it set up for the pay-per-views until yeah. until um, McAfee gets back on in January, which is just so weird. But I'm kind of looking forward to that, honestly. I, I, I love McAfee, and I think he needs to come back. Yeah, I miss him, dude. I, I mean, we I catch his, his podcast clips of it on TikTok or whatever, but... Uh, you know, I really miss him doing the wrestling, dude, because he just brings a whole different level of energy, so. Yeah. 
Alrighty, are you ready for the main event? The main event. And what's amazing is, is Cooper didn't want to even watch this match, and then he actually enjoyed himself. Yeah. That was the surprise. I was talking trash about this, like, the whole freaking... You know, past couple weeks, I just ever since like, it was announced, this is stupid. Why is this even? You know. So here we go. The main event for the undisputed WWE Universal Championship. The champion Roman Reigns took on YouTube sensation Logan Paul. Logan Paul made a grand entrance, dropping down from a massive podium before heading to the ring. The two started off tensely, with Roman Reigns taking his time in his beatdown of the Maverick. He doesn't get to use Maverick. I get to use Maverick. <laughs> it's bullcrap. I had a Maverick car, so I'm Maverick. Bastard. Anyways. <laughs> Paul fought back, though, with a superb clothesline that left Reigns down for a close two count. Reigns called out the YouTube stars as he had a crossface locked on the me- medium megastar before Paul rallied by delivering a gut-wrench suplex. Paul had been training with Shawn Michaels ahead of the match and emulated the two-time WWE Hall of Famer by trying to tune up the band. Sweet Chin Music, though, attempt was not so sweet, however, as the Undisputed Champion turned it around by planting Paul with an Uranagi, similar to the Rock Bottom by his cousin. Yeah, I noticed that, too. Paul nearly shocked the world when he landed, though, that one lucky punch followed by a Superman punch, but Reigns was able to survive. In shades of his win over the Miz at SummerSlam, Paul once again flew through the air, smashing Reigns with a frog splash through a table. This led the Usos coming out to check on Reigns before pummeling Paul's entourage with super kicks. Logan's brother Jake Paul came down to the ring, hitting both Usos with a powerful right hand. A huge frog splash from Logan Paul to Reigns couldn't seal the deal, though, as Solo Sequoia hit the ringside area and started barking back and forth with Jake Paul. During the commotion outside the ring, the Bloodline and Paul brothers and the Paul brothers, Reigns recovered and nailed Logan with a Superman punch followed by a Thunder Spear to continue his legendary reign, which now stands at over 800 days. Just crazy, dude. This match was nuts. Uh, I guess I gotta give it to Logan Paul, dude. Um, you know, I didn't think he was gonna. Be, it was even gonna be a match. I thought, man, this is gonna be the easiest match in the world for Roman. We were calling this to be a squash match for Roman. I mean, really, dude. And he he pulled out all the stops, and uh, I don't know, man. He he shot. He may not have shocked the world on the level he wanted to. But I think he shocked a lot of people on what he's brought. Have you seen the uh, the uh, video of him actually going up with yes, the Yes, I've phone? seen that on TikTok. That was like, I was like, what? I was like, we, we all seen that where he grabbed the dude's phone. He's like, you want to see this? Come <laughs> I mean, l- let's give it to the kid. He's got charisma. He's athletic. I mean, and the dude can talk all day. I mean, oh, yeah. he does his own podcast. Come on, man. This this kid has it all. Mm-hmm. He's going to be something big. As long as he continues doing what he's doing with WWE, one day he will be champion. I don't want to see him jump to the head of the table again. I'd like to see him prove himself. Go after go after Seth Rollins next. Yeah. You something know? like that, yeah. Something like that. Or continue your feud with Miz so you get some more work in. Yeah. That, you know, that makes him a lot more sense. But, I mean, honestly, though, put on a hell of a show. So, yeah, man. Yeah, it, was, uh, it did a lot crazy. better than we thought he was going to do. 
and unfortunately, though, it sounds like he did tear some ligaments in his knee, so he's going to be probably out of action for a while. That's yeah. unfortunate. But, I mean, hey, man, you, you put it all on the line for your opportunity. WWE's got nothing but be thankful for for that one, so... And uh, we'll see what happens now because Roman's basically going to cruise <laughs> all the way until R- R- Rumble now because I don't think they're going to have him put the title probably, on the line. He'll be he'll probably gonna cruise past the Rumble all the way to WrestleMania. Whoever they're gonna whoever they're gonna pick to face him at WrestleMania. Oh man, it's it's got to be the Rock, dude. It's got to be the Rock. It's got to be some something that that just out of left field. It's got, I, I, I'm. I'm praying it's The Rock because I want him to be the head of the table, baby. <laughs> Remind him who the real top dog of the family and, is, and then and then and then play it for like a month or two of Roman like being his little bitch or something. <laughs> it would be great. Yeah, it would be fun and entertaining to say the least. Uh, but and I'm yeah. not saying anything because I I love Roman, dude. When we went to SummerSlam, I wore a Roman Reigns shirt, yeah. and you know I. I, I believe in him. I've always believed in him. Even before everybody liked him, said he couldn't talk on the mic. He was no good in the ring. But I was like, dude, I was like, give him, give him a chance, man. Eventually, he'll be John Cena. And what is he? Except mm-hmm. for he's a heel now. So absolutely. But so I'm looking forward to seeing what happens with that. Like I said, though, it's probably it's probably cruise control for him for at least a while now. Um, but I mean, he's still going to be putting his title on the line at Rumble. Obviously, that's not obviously, good. but it's not going to be anything big. I'm sure. Yeah, I don't see him. But between now and then, I don't see anything happening with the title from that point. Um, I'm looking forward to see who comes back at Rumble. That's going to be basically that's where we're at. I mean, granted, Survivor Series might be kind of cool. It's going to have war games. Yeah, um, I can't wait to see that, dude. It's something different. Yeah. So it'll be nice. Yeah, it's probably going to be the best way they're going to be able to keep. Survivor Series alive now since they don't really have yeah. brand split anymore. Yeah, it's yeah, it'll be easier to do it this way. Yeah. All right, so that'll do it for us with that. Uh, with wrestling talk, we will be back hopefully tomorrow, depending on when Nicole gets here. That's Hurricane Nicole because <laughs> she's um, barreling down on the state. So hopefully we'll be able to do the live tomorrow. Yeah. With football talk, um, we got a lot to talk about there. Um, we got sports talk. Um, if we'll, that'll really depend on the weather too. Um, so the next few days are in flux until we know for sure what's going on with the storm and whether or not we have power too. (laughs) Yeah, this is going to be interesting because, uh, power goes out. It's supposed to get cold this weekend. So, (laughs) yeah. So hopefully, (laughs) hopefully Florida powers on it this weekend. Yeah. Cause it ain't going to be fun. No. Um, and we got... Uh, plenty already to start talking about next week with wrestling talk when we come back because uh some interesting stuff already developed on monday night raw yes sir it did i can't wait to talk about it yeah so that's gonna be fun to talk about so that'll do it for us here at sports talk and as always keep keep on on talking sports hey everyone this is big man this is cooper we hope you enjoyed our latest episode but be sure to check us out on our social medias on facebook at cooper big man our facebook page sports talk with cooper and big man on Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk 
W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.